Welcome to the Be the Change podcast, a global volunteers production where we will explore people traveling, volunteering, and living outside their comfort zones. Welcome back to this special episode of the Be the Change podcast. I'm Ruth Curran, and I'm thrilled that you're here with me today. In this episode, we'll hear stories from a recent service program to Tanzania, one where global volunteers, in conjunction with the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Tanzania and the Tanzanian government, are starting a program that just might change the course of some lives. The stories that you'll hear are from Team One of Reaching Children's Potential in Ipalamwa, Tanzania, a spectacular village filled with joy and hope and promise of a brighter tomorrow. I was lucky enough to serve on this team. So some of the stories that you'll hear today and in the weeks to come came in the moment in Ipalamwa. Excuse the little blips, excuse the noise in the background. My hope is that these stories told in the place where they happened will give you an idea of what it felt like to be a part of Team One in Ipalamwa, Tanzania. Our first story today comes from Stephanie. Stephanie is a high school teacher in Reno, Nevada, This is not Stephanie's first Global Volunteer Service Program, nor is it her first service program to Tanzania. Stephanie served several years ago in a little village called Pomeran. Stephanie and I were sitting in the courtyard outside the brand new, almost finished, Reaching Children's Potential Center. And we were trying to figure out what made this program and this trip and the projects that Stephanie worked on different. Here's a piece of that conversation that might give you a perspective and a peek into what it felt like for Stephanie in Ipalamwa. I love this culture, and I think it's just enchanting, the people here. Mm -hmm. Um, What captivated you most? Their warmth, their respectfulness, their curiosity, their willingness to learn. Um... And they embraced, I felt that they embraced me here. When I was walking, when I was walking down in front of classrooms, students would hang out the window and go, welcome, like come into my class. I would like to talk to you. Wow. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. This next story comes from a conversation that I had with a delightful woman named Grace. Grace is from what she describes as the absolute geographic center of California. Grace has been on several global volunteer service programs before, some of those with family members. This program, this trip to Tanzania, she took all on her own. Grace and I were talking about something we'd seen in a workshop the day before that touched us both pretty deeply. Listen in to that conversation. We um, had a mom who talked about another mom's child. Yes. You know, who was very delayed. Right. Who was nine months old and was not sitting up. Right. Um, And I saw that child. 
The child looked very healthy, and I was so confused by the whole thing. And the child was in a basket. Yesterday, we learned that that child was a twin, one of a twin, and the twin died. Yes. So it's knowing those circumstances, yes. and hearing the stories, yes. and understanding that there's right. so much beyond what right. we see yes. right in front of us. Yes. And that's why I say you've got to know the background. You've got to know what got that person to that point. And until you understand that, you know, you're not going to reach anybody. You know, had we never known that information that she had a baby that died, it's kind of like, get that baby out of the basket and do something with it. Well, there's something else going on with her, though. And, and we had to know that. Because people's lives are simple does not mean that they're uncomplicated. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I absolutely fell in love with this next storyteller. Her name is Amy. Amy has spent all of her adult life teaching in the public school system in New York and is now ready to find what comes next for her in life. Amy has a perspective on what it feels like to teach elementary school students like nobody I've ever spoken to before. While in Ipalamwa, Amy volunteered as a kindergarten teacher. Even though the challenges that she faced in Ipalamwa were very different than what she faced on a daily basis in the United States, Amy found some really big similarities and had some huge aha moments related to them. Check out the piece of the conversation where Amy was telling me about a day in the kindergarten and what happened. In the classroom. Give me when a the, couple. When the kid held up the vowel books for the first time and they were holding a book, it seemed for some of them, for the very first time. So talk and about what happened with the vowel books. The teacher wanted to teach vowels and I guess she realized how she could use us. And we all, as the volunteers, the night, the day before, Fold the paper together, did not put vowels on, and then we said, oh, so you want the children to put the letter to? No, she wanted us to have it as if it was a real book. So we all worked together, and we put A-E-I-O-U on every page, drew the apple and the elephant and the insects and what am I to <laughs> the orange and the umbrella. And when we gave it out, and there were 75 of them, and you made, 75 books. We made 75 books mm -hmm. and but she'll have them now she took them and I made posters of every one of those so she has her own copy and when those kids held that book some of them didn't even know which way to hold the, the letter because they are kindergarten and it it was just when she would say hold up the U the ooh 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 and they're all ooh ooh ooing <laughs> it was it was great it was great Our final story today comes from a conversation that I had with Sarah after we returned from Ipalamwa. Sarah is this amazing young elementary school teacher full of life and so vibrant. During the conversation, I read Sarah a journal entry that she submitted on one of the last days of our service program. And here is my reading of that journal entry and Sarah's reaction more than a week later. And at this point, things were a little frustrating. Yeah. So here's what you wrote. Grace and I headed back to the kindergarten for the morning with the help of Anna. She was able to meet with our teacher and help to establish some expectations for a more successful morning. 
the kids began by heading outside to practice writing their vowels with the letter B. The kids would write in the dirt with a rock, stick, or whatever they could find. That is great problem solving on the teacher's part since there aren't enough pencils or paper to go around for all the students. It's interesting to see that some of these kids had the same problems with letter formation as some of their counterparts in the U.S. do. Another example of how we are all more alike than different. We headed inside to work on some math, and then we did movement songs and activities. I got to teach them that great early childhood to teach your classic, Tudita, which ends with all, us all looking like chickens with our tongues sticking out, turning in a circle. It's a hoot. We headed outside for playtime, and Grace brought much joy to the children and adults alike by blowing bubbles. How does that feel today? It was, yeah, it it feel <laughs> it feels like a world away compared to where I am now, and um, but that was that was a fun day. Just watching the way they would react to bubbles, which is something that by the time kids get to be school age here at home is not such a big deal. Like it can be fun, and that fun can last for maybe ten minutes. These kids would sit and chase bubbles for an hour, and it was just so exciting and new and fun for them, and and that was a lot of fun to see. And seeing the students making those same mistakes, I really wondered about that when we first headed outside, because she was doing the letter B, which, you know, I teach second and third grade here at home. And there are still students who struggle and, you know, write a D or, or a PE or something instead. That's a very easy letter to make a mistake on. And I did wonder, I thought, are we going to see any of these reversals? And sure enough, we did. There were P's, there were lots of D's, there were kids that were writing down instead of across. And just a lot of the same things we see at home. So it's, you know, just a, a reminder that Little kids have the same ideas, the same frustrations and struggles, even though their learning system is very different from what ours is. Kids still kind of think the same way and make mm-hmm. the same mistakes and like the same things no matter where you are. And that was fascinating. The perspective that comes from traveling across multiple time zones, a few days to reflect, some hot meals, some warm showers, and sleeping in your own bed can really bring things into focus and give you a perspective on such life-changing experiences. Thank you so much for joining me and my new friends for this peek into life on Team One in Ipalamo, Tanzania. In our next episode, we'll dig a little bit more deeply into the Reaching Children's Potential program, one of the primary focuses of this team in Tanzania. We'll hear stories of working with families and babies, pregnant mothers, fathers, grandmothers, grandfathers, in workshops, on home visits, and in day-to-day life. Please be sure to join us. If you'd like to learn more about anyone featured in today's episode, go to bethechange.blog 
If you'd like to learn more about participating in a Global Volunteer Service Program, go to www.globalvolunteers.org. See you next time.